You're listening to Fox Given, the one about your best sex year yet. Happy, Happy New Year, curious yeah. buggers. <laughs> we both made the same body language. We were both like, Happy New Year, like shoulders <laughs> up, chin back, yeehees. <laughs> How can it's we 2024, do that? bitches. It's 2024. This is this is the year. I know we say this every year, but this 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 is, is the year. The year. <laughs> like if you're listening to this now, this is your year. This is the year where this shit changes. Your, your mental health gets better. Good things happen to you. Like good sex comes your way. This is a good omen if you believe this in is omens. It. You're gonna manifest your best sex year ever and we're gonna help you with that Mm. also we hope that everyone had an amazing new year and holiday season and is ready for 2024 yeah i think i'm ready i'm ready to say goodbye to the last year and i'm ready to bring myself into the new things are think good things are gonna happen i feel it yeah i feel it in my loins so yeah this year we want to answer all of your sex questions Mm -hmm. and we want to interview your favorite guests also we need to stop settling for little pleasure we need to we need to be maximizing our pleasure this year that's the new year motto maximize your pleasure maximize no more faking orgasms Mm -mm. we're getting orgasms this year for sure taking responsibility for your pleasure asking for the wand during Mm -hmm. play making Mm -hmm. sure that you tell your partner no actually is it okay if i come first and then we can do you after yes normally the other way around yes asking for your partner not to finish after they come Mm -hmm. we need to come we are prioritizing all of our pleasure this year and we're kicking off this year strong by asking sexperts amy and april from the successful shameless sex podcast all their juicy tips on living their most shameless sex lives yeah beautiful and curious fuckers we have your questions to ask these two top-notch sex loving gals so we cannot wait to get them on the pod i feel like it's gonna be like a, a mirroring double action scenario i'm so excited yeah they're basically the american version of us so yeah should we bring them on we love it imagine what the porn would look like just imagine (laughs) and with that here they are amy and april welcome to the podcast we are so excited to have you here we're so happy to be here i know the (laughs) british versions of us right kind of yeah american versions of you american versions of you yes i like that and reed even has bangs which i love (laughs) yeah i feel like we've got kind of like a little blondie brownie thing going yeah we are a reflection All the I love that the for us. So for our curious fuckers who don't know who you are, please explain who who you are and what you do. Who the fuck are we? We are, hello curious fuckers. We love you. Um, we haven't <laughs> met you, but you sound fucking fantabulous. Uh, we are, I'm Amy uh, and April over here is the woman with the bangs if you're watching any sort of video form. Uh, and we are from the Shameless Sex Podcast. So we are American-based podcast all about, well, you guessed it, shameless sex and relationships. Hey. Uh, yes. And uh, I'm a, a sex educator, a sex and relationship coach. Uh, I co-own a mother-daughter-owned sex shop online called pure pleasure shop uh that used to be a brick and mortar for 12 years a mother daughter owned that's amazing 
Mother daughter dildos. Yeah, you know Whoa. it. It's fucking yeah. <laughs> Love that. Lots of yeah. Lots of fun things. So I wear a lot of uh, hats within the human sexuality field, and um, also I'm the lead educator for an awesome lubricant brand called Uber Lube. I've worked with them for ten years, and uh, the Shame Sex Podcast. We started in 2017. We release weekly episodes. Uh, I've never missed a week. We release them on Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. You know what that means? Oh, we've got see you next Thursday. That's crazy. Oh, perfect. Yeah, see, we're all in the same You can also say, see you next time, and it still works, though. See you next time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've thrown that in there a couple times. Smart. Uh, And I do want to throw in, because Amy's accreditations are mass, massive, massive. Mass. Mass. Uh, We also are authors of a book that actually is published in November 2023. So it's coming to the UK for anybody that's um, over the Atlantic uh, in January of 2024. It will be available there. But we are now authors. And I'm April, as Amy said, Shameless Sex podcast co-host. And we talk about sex and relationships every day with experts um, of all calibers from all over the world. And uh, I'm co-owner and chief sales officer at uh, Mm. Hot Octopus, which is actually Mm. a London-based sex toy company, high-end, beautiful sex toys. And I um, love lo- long walks on the beach. I'm a cancer. And, you know, <laughs> and wine. She and loves I love wine. wine. And tequila, okay? Yeah. Those are my credentials. No, I'm actually a certified sex educator <laughs> as well. Nice. And uh, this is the business of sex is my fucking life. Amy's too. Yes. Yeah. Porn stars, right? We can, yeah. we can absolutely mm-hmm. empathize with that, both Florence and I. It's, like, it's just, like, there's just nothing else to think about apart from sex. I think that's just why we're <laughs> in this world. Becomes, I think it becomes a problem at so, at some point, but yeah. you know, we're just gonna roll with it so far. Like every day thinking about sex, it's fine, oh, right? <laughs> so Amy, do you have a best fuck story to share with us? Ah. Ah, best fuck story. So my fuck story is going to be less fucking. And I don't, I, so I don't know if y'all get cringy about the term making love, but it's not my term. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah. Oh, it's, no, yeah. I feel exactly the same way. I'm like fucking, I know that is not how I fuck. Yeah. To each their <laughs> own. And so this is going to be a little less fucking, but um, so my, I have a partner, uh, we've been together for over four years mm-hmm. um, and we've been, and this is not about our, our like relationship status, um, but we were monogamous for two years then. Uh, monogamish now we're in a, the non-monogamy mm. space um, and he's a fantastic lover and has always been a fantastic lover and he took a day-long workshop from a friend of ours who's actually been on our show her name is Dr. Willow Brown and she is um, a uh, Taoist sexologist and a doctor of Chinese medicine yes and so he oh, took cool. a day-long wow. workshop with her and then came home and was like I want to show you some of the things I learned like he thought he thought he was go- going there and not learning some things he's like I already I'm a put you know he's a pussy whisperer he loves a pussy <laughs> and understands it quite well especially mine I think mine's quite complicated and he came back and some of the things he was doing I was like what the fuck is this and so what it was was he was oral we're talking oral no this is a oh. cock in the pussy oh. but barely moving like <gasps> like if you so that's why it's like not really fucking on top or bottom 
Mm. What do you mean? Is it soaking when you just no, soak so- cock so I, in so it, pussy? It, it could it could be considered soaking, like Mormon <gasps> soaking. But he was you know, marinating. Was he marinating. on the top or bottom, or like you on the bottom? He was oh, like position. Yes. I see what you're saying. Oh, sorry, yes. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm confused. Uh, the cock is inside the pussy. Um, he was on top of me, <laughs> and the, his cock was inside of me. But he was being. It, it was like he was almost making micro movements in this way where he and I, it so felt hot. like we were both like energetically present for what was going on, and like as if his cock was just moving like centimeter by centimeter to figure out the perfect place to be and the barely moving. So it was moving. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like completely still, but like like moving so... And one of our sayings at Shameless Sex is go slower than slow and slower than that. Um, and fast mm-hmm. and hard serves a time and place. And mm-hmm. it did get to fast and hard later, but there I never experienced so much slowness and my body was like so turned on. And I was having like all these orgasms from barely moving it was amazing oh, and i think the level of presence so that he was bringing was a huge part of it mm-hmm. uh but yeah so it's like so different from your your best fuck but that was a great fuck wow <laughs> getting a nice visual that's so <laughs> delicious i love that you were just like oh it's just penis and vagina like why do you need to know the position come on <laughs> please that's yeah. all that's important fuck <laughs> oh I, maybe if it wasn't mission because maybe it's the missionary mm. that made made it so we could be more connected well, I'm, I'm a visual mm-hmm. person and so that's what I also yeah. think people like those details. They're like, yeah. wait, which way is mm, it? Do. Are you doggy? Do. Are you on, are you on top? top? Yeah. Yeah. And it, so I I had to have that information, those details. Which yeah. she shared with me the other pieces before, but I didn't I was meant to ask you back then about what now you position. The now I know. Soaking <laughs> on it in it on its finest. In its finest. Yeah, marinating. <laughs> marinating. Yeah. I like marinating. That's hot. Mm. I'm gonna use that. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I wanna try that out. Mm-hmm. Same. That sounds mm-hmm. so good. I like that you were saying go slow and then slow it down. Yeah. Is it hard for folks to maintain an erection, you think, though? It could be. I mean, it right. wasn't hard for him, but I think that if, so if you're hanging out there and you're not doing a lot of movement and you're not really energetically connected, mm. like we were vibing each other pretty strongly, right. like, like deep love and yeah. passion, but not mm. in the like fast moving passion. So I think if you're, if you're having casual sex where you're kind of disconnected, you probably mm. would lose your boner. Well, because with anal, yeah. if you sometimes, you know, you have to go super slow and make micro movements and sometimes the cock can get soft. So that's why I was asking. Yes. So I haven't thought about yeah. it. And that's when you play with them balls, play with them balls. Well, sometimes <laughs> I'm not in a position balls. to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Jingle, <laughs> Jingle balls. balls. <laughs> to be fair. I like that. We have a healthy enjoyment of like hard fucking, but also can enjoy the slow lovemaking and the real connected sex. I've definitely found that the hard fucking has been a defense mechanism to disconnect rather than to actually like feel and have that sex. I don't know if you guys have felt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just very easy to just go hard and fast and not think about stuff. Um, And just, yeah, just be somewhere else. But the connected sex is where it's at. Mm -hmm. April, Mm. do you have a worst fuck to share with us? I I absolutely do. So this is um, a story that comes back to when I was 17 years old, okay? okay? <laughs> and um, I had my first sexual experience um, with a boyfriend, and we were together for like, I don't know, like a year and a half or something, right? Which is a long time when you're a teenager. Yeah, so yeah, we were camping in the mountains, and um, I don't know if you all have Planned Parenthood, but think about a clinic that gives you free condoms, and you go in yeah. and you can get a grab bag, and it was like a brown paper bag, small like lunch sack of condoms that I just got for free. Um, because I was always really paranoid about um, getting pregnant because 
my mom said, you're going to ruin your life if you get pregnant as a teenager and I'm never going to help you. Just like if I went to jail, she's like, I'm never bailing out. So I never went, never got in trouble and, and always had condoms oh. slash birth control, like eating it like candy. So nice. um, I was, for some reason I was extra cautious this time because I think I was still on the pill, but I didn't know if it was working properly. So I had the grab bag of condoms. It's pitch black because we are camping in the mountains um, in Pennsylvania, actually the Poconos, which is funny because it'll come into um, why that's funny in a moment. So oh um, I grabbed the bag of condoms. We're starting to get down. I, we were both drinking a lot of like shitty wine and um, I put the condom, help him put the condom on. I kind of am like feeling around and, you know, using my, my Jedi uh, forces and um, <laughs> he puts the condom on and then we start and I'm on top and we start to try to get the penis in and he kind of like shoves his cock in with this condom on and I just feel like this pulling and tearing sensation and then cold uh-huh. and he goes stop stop something's dripping all over me and I felt uh my vulva and it's cold and wet and it was blood because at my outer labia um, because it was an unlubricated oh, condom no. that they oh, give no. people and we didn't have any lubricant and we were both intoxicated. I was only 17, mm-hmm. very inexperienced with any mm-hmm. sexual practices mm-hmm. and especially in the total darkness. So oh. I had to, I had a full outer labia tear. Oh. We had to call 911 oh. and we're oh. in the mountains. And so an ambulance oh. had to come and pick me up because my vul- my vulva started swelling up. I had to be rushed to the fucking emergency room oh, in no. a state that I'd never had been in before. And they thought I had been sexually assaulted. Mm. So no. my... Yeah. So, oh, and also remember, fuck. I'm a minor, so they had to call my parents. Oh God. And no. yeah. And so it what the then my vulva swelled up for. I had to get stitches, so I had to be stitched back to my labia, outer labia, I had to be stitched um, back. And I don't remember how many stitches, but um, oh, it was you know God. it was like two in the morning. I was like, oh my God, um, it's horrific. And then I I couldn't really close my legs for about two months because my <gasps> vulva was like the size of a softball oh my god <gasps> Your i cannot believe so that. how's that for a worst fuck oh, story that's bad that is a really that is, bad was that, one did, did you say that was your like losing your virginity story no no i didn't like he he had he, i did have sex with him for the first time but i was 16 mm-hmm. um like freshly 16 i think uh-huh. or no i was actually freshly 17 um so this was mm-hmm. um so actually so i turned 17 in july and this was august so we had had mm-hmm. sex right before my 17th birthday that's what it was in july yeah. so i was 16 like a handful of so times, i probably had then, sex yeah. maybe five oh, or six times yeah. but that's why i was so concerned about having semen inside me because I, I was remembering now because I went on birth control right away and they said there was like a few months where yeah until it could be effective so that's why we yeah. were using condoms boom mm-hmm. that's why mm-hmm. that, that now it's all coming back to me but I had to so I was <laughs> on my dad's insurance never really spoke to my dad I had to answer him no who, about why I took an ambulance in the middle of the night in <gasps> the Poconos which I was like poke oh no like it did <laughs> that's why it, it all came back I was like there was definitely a poke oh no happening oh, when I was in the Pocono mountains the name comes and from. I just told him I fell on a stick and thank god he believed me he's like <laughs> we, no you're joking a there flesh was, stick I, but I, it was a it was some kind of stick no <laughs> you believe was it you. a penis shaped stick I did yeah. no way did he buy that I did. dude my dad did not have any fucking idea about any of it he didn't want to question he was like he I'm was gonna like, go with that all right all right because I was like I like cut my leg like near my inner leg 
inner leg. Oh, I just yeah. told him it was my inner leg because it didn't mm-hmm. say specifically what was stitched. He just saw that it had stitches. There was uh-huh. a, a problem and I took an ambulance and I told him I fell on a stick. Wow. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, that's, oh, no. Okay, that's quite incredible. I can't believe that that all happened from not having lube. Well, that's <laughs> the reason we love lube so much. Yeah. So I lube. still have You've trauma. Have I've, done a, I've done a lot of healing and sometimes my mm. partner will touch my vulva, not aggressively, but just touch it. And I'm like, what? You, your hand has to have, I have to have yes. some form of lubricant externally. You don't just, you can't get lubed up externally. And even internally, sometimes it takes more. Yeah. So I am like, mm-hmm. I have trauma. My body goes into that trauma wow. mode when I have hands. That's why mouths are great on me, mm-hmm. on like my vulva, because there's like saliva. Yeah. Uh, but hands, I'm always like, huh, no, immediately my body just freezes. Wow. I still think every, even regardless of trauma, everyone should be putting lube on their hands. Yes. When you're touching a cock, an ass, a pussy, Definitely. all the above, Definitely. put lube. Yeah. The wetter, the better always. I'm, I'm very similar with bacteria from hands because the amount of like thrush and like mm. really bad thrush that I've suffered with, it's anytime someone goes in and I'm like, oh, hey, have you washed your hands? And I'm like, I'm sorry, yeah. can you rewash your hands, please? And they're just like, dude, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Mm. <laughs> I Even say if that they to just my come from the bathroom. All the time. I say that to him all the mm. time because he'll touch my dog. He'll pet my dog. You know, he's like, oh, I love mm. you. And then all of a sudden, you know, we'll start like hanging out and getting mm-hmm. frisky, yeah. you know, and, and touching body parts. And I'm like, did you wash your hands? I don't care. I know my dog's clean, but I do not know where his, you know, yeah. what chemicals yeah. are on his his head, you know, mm-hmm. my dog's head, not my par- partner's head. And his too. <laughs> it's actually a nightmare. Yeah, it's shit. a nightmare. I don't know how, but when mm. I was a teenager and in my early 20s, I never had any vaginal problems. I feel like dirty dicks, dirty fingers, what? all of it. That I was so oh, yeah. okay. But now I'm in my 30s. It is oh. a complete she was happy. different story. Fuck. Yeah. 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 So now you have to, oh. now you're like, I need to be more careful. Yeah. I, I feel like it gets more mm-hmm. sensitive the older I get, yeah. at least. Me I don't know Absolutely. About yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah, maybe it's just that your your vag is just done. It's just done with life. And it's like, nah, man. I fucking <laughs> give up. up. <laughs> time out. Overused. Yeah. You're, you're, you're in your 30s. Like, it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, they keep saying, like, treat your body like a temple. Like, that's me and you need to listen right now. <laughs> I also feel like oh. it is an indicator though what's going on in the rest of your body. I'm always like, well, my yes. vagina's mad, so something isn't right. Yeah. It's like something's a it's happening. like it's like a barometer of some some sort. Mm. I'm like, my vagina's <laughs> angry, it's gonna rain. <laughs> and then it does. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. I would love to know your guys' origin story. How did you start making this podcast together? The podcast origin story um will be be so I when I did my sex and relationship coaching training uh, through Somatica, uh, Emily Morris from Dr. Emily Morris from Sex with Emily was just the number one podcast at least in the United yes. States uh, on sexuality. She was in my training, so I got oh. to know her. And April already knew her from the sex toy industry, and so Emily invited me to guests on the show. And I was like, "Well, I mean, I'm coming to LA. April is in LA. Can April come too?" And she was like, "Yeah, of course." And so it was, it was uh, kind of like a girl talk episode. This was like January mm. 2006. 17 april was going through a divorce and she was having the year of her life having like casual sex all over the world for the first time ever yeah 
She's like banging Amazing. all the countries. Yeah, giving all the, yeah, all the countries, banging all over. She's got Not some good stories. Them, a lot of countries. <laughs> and, and I was going through a, a heartbreak with a you know shitty five and a half year relationship where I was my heart was broken like every year, but I continued mm. to stay in that relationship. So I was in a great place. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my my token narcissist. Thank you. And um, mm. and I don't throw that word around lightly. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, then we got in the show, and the the episode was called "Orgasm Squirting in the Year of Anal Licking." Okay, and uh, so. 2016, yeah, 2016, and it was, was the year one of Emily's looking. favorite episodes, yeah. and so she included it on her mashup, and it was one of her most listened to episodes of that year. Amazing, which we were like, "Whoa, Amazing. we're not even famous nice. people; we're just two humans yeah. talking about sex." So we left that. People we were like, "We loved every minute looking. of it." Oh yeah, well yeah, they like orgasm squirting and anal licking. Like hearing about it, yeah. not necessarily getting yeah. it. Depends. Yeah, and what's what's funny with my anal licking story was that it was just offered to me, but it didn't happen. But she got her ass, her sweaty ass licked by a DJ, and they're both oh, in Germany German, separate times. German Germans, Germans yeah. like. Yeah, and they're so both nice. German, and we were like, "That is What's weird." What's with the ass looking in German? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just we loved it. We loved every second of it. We were like, you know, in these places, her going through a divorce, me with a heartache, and we were already in the human sexuality field. So we're like, let's start a podcast, yes. and we did it for fun. It was never supposed to be what it is now, it just, and it blew up very quickly Amazing. and became its own animal, its own business, and we absolutely love it. Okay, so we want to give our curious fuckers the best sex ever in 2024. What is one thing that you think that curious fuckers should try if they haven't already? Oh, well, it's going to go with my best fuck story, which is the Mm -hmm. slowing down slower Mm -hmm. than slow and slower Mm -hmm. than that. I think a lot of people, uh, I know I will speak for myself. I didn't really try that until my early 30s. You know, I was, I used to have the saying, like, I I fuck, I don't make love. And I still am weird about the word making, her making love. That's just me, though. But I do make love, you know, and and I can make love to casual sex partners. I and or I can have slow sex with them. And for me, what I discovered was slow sex. And when I say we say slower than slow and slower than that, the reason why we add slower than that is because when people slow down they actually probably often are going faster than they think and so Mm. when you slow it down even more then you are now really in the slowness and uh, for me I've discovered I feel so many more sensations I'm more connected to my body Mm. to my partners to my lovers to my feelings and emotions to what feels good to what doesn't feel good what do I want more of what do I want less of because when I'm moving fast I miss all those things and this applies to all people this isn't just for like vulva owning folks although I can tell y'all if you're t- if you're into vulva owning folks, slow going slow for the initial couple minutes or ten minutes or twenty minutes, whatever, will really yeah. pay off because fast and hard can can come online later. Um, but penis owners, if they've never experienced slow touch for themselves, they often have really mind blowing experiences, more profound orgasms, more connection to That's their body. That's a really good point. Yeah, such a good such a good tip. Yeah. I love that. Okay, you want something <laughs> yeah, from me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this, so the first thing that came us, to baby. mind, it's always it's uh, and I and I always go back to this because it's been so life changing for me and i've and I'm, i have could list off a, a lot but what what popped in first was sex toys yeah because mm-hmm. sex toys are just there if people are like rolling their eyes or they're listening like oh, i don't know i have a sex toy that i got in like the early 2000s and didn't do a great job it was pinchy <laughs> or i'm scared of it or it smells weird or you know because sometimes yeah the if you get a bad oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. Or it's not yeah. powerful enough Yes, Mm -mm. it's so, but Mm -mm. sex toys are amazing and they enhance pleasure and you have couples toys that you can, if you have, you know, some like hetero cis folks that are, that are hooking up that you can benefit penis owner, vulva owner at the same time using a cock ring, like a vibrating cock ring. Um, But also for my self pleasure practice, yes, hands are great. 
And I'm a huge fan of human beings, right? I like human <laughs> beings versus a toy. But like, it just takes pleasure to the next level. And I've been doing this long enough. You know, I studied law and, oh. and I don't know, Amy was my, my, my catalyst into bringing oh, me into this, this sex toy world. I wanted to be beautiful. a lawyer, but I'm like, I love talking about pleasure and sex toys have changed my life in yeah. so many ways. And I, I always say that to especially dudes that feel like they're not equipped to please their partner that's a woman you know they're they're um identified as a woman and they're like what well why does she need a sex toy like what's wrong mm -hmm. with me and that's not not nothing is wrong with anyone for using a sex orgasm is orgasm pleasure is pleasure and I've learned about my body using sex toys so that's why I think finding having different different tools for different yeah. situations is great you can have your solo toy your um my my hump day cock ring toy or something and then you could have like this mm -hmm. this anal vibrating plug for friday yeah. nights and then you could go with some and i consider lube sex toys as well but lube should be included in 100%. all of those mm -hmm. days and then on sunday it's the holy day <laughs> so you could go back door you know <laughs> yeah holy i see what you yeah. did that's good you did that, hey. it's where god would have chosen what, what your go-to yeah. toys <laughs> So Amy has a separate um, body, clearly, and she likes something else. So I'll let her give her a favorite because hers is very different from mine. My mm. so my go tos. So and I I wish I wish that it like it wasn't the same for since I was twenty five, but it is, and it's that magic wand. Yeah, that's all. It's like <laughs> oh my god, it's just so. It's I know I have the plug in one, which gets really. Mm -hmm annoying because you have to get an extension cord it's a whole thing so I now save oh. that for very special occasions and now I go with and in the UK I know there's weird um not weird voltage different voltage that isn't equipped to handle mm -hmm. the plug-in but now you have the rechargeable so if you're there in Europe or the UK or anywhere you can get the rechargeable version which is just as good now it's waterproof but now there's even a more elevated version of that called the VIM VIM by Fun Factory mm -hmm. it basically took this like analog Ooh. product and put it into digital now it doesn't connect to an app or anything but it just has like a really easy to hold handle it's all silicone Ooh. it's quieter it doesn't sound like you're running a leaf blower or a lawnmower yeah. in your house <laughs> drilling and it's yeah it's kind of sexier. like that sound though <laughs> yeah i do too but yeah so that's my that sound is like instant vag twitch like it mm -hmm. like yeah it's like it pavlov's dog it's like anytime i hear that if even if i think about it like that mm, it's just like oh god okay right here we go again let's it's fucking pavlov's have it <laughs> but it is too powerful for people we've had um yes. listeners write in and say look i got yeah. the magic wand april's always talking about it and it's too strong and what do i do and i was like well here's the thing you don't it's not for everyone that type mm -hmm. of it's too i think amy True. has said many times like she has enjoyed it but she's like that's just too powerful for me and, and she mm -hmm. likes a different technology so if you are an internal which is why it's important to learn about your body if you're an internal orgasm human you can usually initiate pleasure through having penetration you can try the curve by hot octopus i helped design it and it's a g-spot toy that has two motors treble and bass it's slightly curved and it's like for the yes. g area right Cause it's not just mm -hmm. a spot it's a whole area and it really uh -huh. is equipped to help the user find their frequency and become their own DJ. It has like a lot of buttons so you can kind of find that there's <laughs> a like thousand DJ. Different buttons. You can be your own that. DJ. <laughs> yeah. that, so if you're an internal person, check that out. If you're an external person, you could go smaller. That's not so powerful when you're going to blow your clit out. Like I love how... She loves blowing her clit out. My, my clit, yeah, but <laughs> same, you know, it's, it doesn't ever get desensitized. Okay, it comes back. It Fuck. just, I love blowing it out. So those are my top 
a couple of picks, but I could keep going. But I know Amy, I, I need Amy to share <laughs> well, hers because it's everyone loves it besides I just, me. I wanted to add to the the curve, the, the curve with a K. One thing I love about it is like because there's a lot of awesome G spot vibrators in the market, and she says the two motors. But most of our nerve endings, meaning our like vulva owning people, are um, on the more external part or only the first inch of the vaginal canal. So like the second motor that's on the head of a G spot vibrator can do some cool things. But what like you, I want my vibrations more at the base around my vaginal opening and that's where the, yes. they have the, the powerful motor at the base mm-hmm. that's so you get like the two motors and it's really hitting the right spot so. and you can choose to use one or the other or yeah. both at the same time and there's a that's squishy cool. squishy yeah. like head so it's softer than it's some hard tipped g-spot toy so it actually helps yeah. the blood just start kind of like help that blood flow start yeah. increasing and increasing which is what helps with ejaculation right yeah. and g-spot nice. orgasm so that's why so yeah. for partner play or solo it's like a really great tool it's to learn about toy. your g-spot yeah, it's an awesome toy for G spot discovery. And, on this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and you know, designed in the UK. So there you go. Uh, and then for, for me, my favorite type of toy. So I used to use wands, like what April's talking about. But yeah. I discovered with them, for me, I, it's like I would have an orgasm and it's kind of like one and done. My clit's like oversensitized and yeah, I get that done. one orgasm. I can't go back for two, three, four, five. And so I've gotten really into So I like strong vibrators, but I've got, gotten really into air pulse technology. Specifically, yes. my favorite right now is the Womanizer premium mm-hmm. two um mm-hmm. and i used it this morning everyone i woke up and i was like i'm kind of horny right now and i used it mm-hmm. and i can have an orgasm with it and i and very very easily and then i'm like i want a round two give me had another orgasm i want round three had another orgasm because it doesn't numb out it's anything n- or like it doesn't like do the zingy zesty it's, yeah it thing. doesn't feel like it's that like like, right. like really like, yeah numbing everything out with a, a too much intensity it's like for me it's the right amount of intensity and it's kind of more localized as opposed to being all yeah over the clit- clitoral structure in the vulva um so yeah that's my go-to i absolutely love it i'm it's i like have like five friends. of those and i always give them away give them to me because uh-huh. my friend works for womanizer and, and he's always like convinced he's like now you're gonna like it and i'm like now you're gonna like it I'm well, like, we, we have a rule over here in our rule but an idea about sec- trying new sex toys and it's the rule of threes we also apply the rule of threes to relationships like the third dates when you're usually like do we want to do this or do we not want to do this the third year <laughs> like do we still want to do this um yeah. but when it comes to sex toys i think it can be really helpful in Unless you're a hard no, right? You try something, you're like, fuck this thing, I hate it, then don't try it again. But if you're like, eh, it didn't exactly work, or like, I don't quite get it, trying it, give it another, like a second and third try, because you might actually discover that it is your jam, because that first time you're still kind of, your brain's getting used to this new thing. And if a sex toy breaks, yeah. don't blame the sex toys. Like, not all sex toys are created equally. Mm-hmm. So remember, Absolutely. you get what you pay for. And that's yeah, the thing that we matters. talk about all the time. Like, you get what you pay for. So yeah. when you spend yeah. a lot of money, invest in invest. your pleasure, please. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would second the talking about using the wand and it being too much for a lot of people we've got some like nifty tricks like if you make sure you do it over clothes or leggings or jeans or if you want to be more comfortable do it over your comforter your blanket Mm -hmm. um and that can be really good if you're if you've just bought a wand and you can't send it back or if you're trying really hard to play around with it um or put something between it put like a bit Mm. of fabric hump a pillow with it underneath see what kind of thing works for you i know now they're doing um pillow covers for ones so you literally Mm. slot it on top and you can like hump the fucking pillow that's a great tip hot octopus is coming out with it's not out yet it'll be out uh it'll start um february 2024 been working on this tech for like almost three years and it's a wand that is shaped 
like a very small wand, but it uses oscillating pulse plate technology. Mm. And I, we always use real humans to, to test. We don't just like start pumping out a product and then hope for the best and kind of look at the anatomy. We have mm-hmm. people, focus groups, uh, test the products. So Amazing. a bunch of vulva owners tested this and for external stimulation, I was one of them. You can actually lay on this toy. It's not loud. And the oscillations from externally that you can feel your internal tissues start to get activated. But from the um, external side, it feels like I'm using my wand, but I don't get the numbing that Amy's talking about with that. And I can um, use it again and again. And it's called the pulse queen. Um, mm-hmm. There's like, God save the queen. You know, we know rest in power, Queen Elizabeth. And so it's uh, paying homage um, and hopefully no one's cringing, but you know, vibrations. I love it. It's yeah. So it's uh pulse grade and it, yeah, it's, it's incredible. And Imagine I love a it. sex toy after Lizzie. Like, I'm dying. I know I'm not British enough to, to claim it, but the company is, and they are like, no, yeah. it's fine. She would love it. I'm like, okay, good. I'm <laughs> she fucking would love it. Sure. I bet. I bet. Mm-hmm. What is the best piece of sex advice that you've ever got Ooh, the best piece of sex advice uh let's see let's see <sighs> um i'm gonna bring it back to something i really wish i had heard it's gonna sound so simple everyone but mm. i wish i had heard this when i was a teenager right i got like i live, grew up in santa cruz california i got comprehensive sex education so i learned about stis and pregnancy and all the things you don't want to do in sex um unless you want to have kids which i wasn't one of those people and mm. and but not about pleasure like how to pleasure yourself how to how to you know masturbate all those things so it was a lot of trial and error um and I and you know even growing up in a progressive place I still had this idea that someone else's pleasure is more important than mine and also someone else was to bring me pleasure and I'm not supposed to figure it out for myself um and so I can't like you know pinpoint where I finally got this information but um you know I wish that I had received this when I was younger that you know when I was starting to be sexual when I was 15 that someone said uh, your pleasure is just as equal to anyone that you are being intimate with. And especially as a vulva owner, if I'm hooking up with penis owners, it might even be more important or top priority because I'm the receiving orifice with what we are doing. And so it takes me more time to warm up and get the blood flow. And that's what vulvas do. They take more time than penises. Um, and But also I'm, I'm going to be receiving, right? So I need to be feel really safe, relaxed, warmed up. Um, and then it's okay to take as much time as you need before you move on to something else. I would have loved, loved, loved to have received more information of, about that um and also and i'll add to that just connected mm-hmm. with this is that i'm it's not someone else's responsibility to teach me about my pleasure it's it's my responsibility to figure out for myself and then yes. teach other people what yes. i like because i was there waiting like maybe they'll give me an orgasm yeah. maybe they'll give me an yes. orgasm you know having mm-hmm. sex with like five different people never having an orgasm i finally got the orgasm through a vibrator that i bought for myself when i was like 19 and so i finally got there but i wish someone had told me a lot sooner that would have been really helpful yeah, yeah that would have been I, so fucking but imagine that was like an actual lesson within sex education fuck Awesome. Would have been great. Oh, would have had a lot would more have help, been great. sexual experiences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. There was just a TED talk with someone that um, it was a woman and, I, and I'm not going to say her name because I can't remember. But she just mm-hmm. it was a TED talk about giving her 13 year old daughter a sex toy. And um, really nice. incredible. Wow. Mind blowing. I can find it after. Uh, but I was like, wow, that's insightful and beautiful. Yeah. And I'm sure she has been getting a lot yeah. of judgment for that but it's still uh, part yeah, of it's still part of like identifying your pleasure and yeah. being like mm-hmm. it's okay to orgasm so yeah um i love that and i just to piggyback that of what amy said and if i had advice so you know it's funny with me i've had a lot of compliant sex over the course of my um my my sexual 
lifetime, right, since I've been a sexual being with other people, not myself, even then, though, maybe. Um, So I would say your body, it doesn't offer an apology for something. So don't use your body as an apology or say sorry with your body, meaning like, oh, and it doesn't even have to be I'm sorry, but oh, well, this guy took me to dinner. And so I probably should make out with him or I probably should let him touch me like that because and it's it does kind of go off what of you don't owe anyone. And a lot of folks do. They're like, well, it was just, you know, he asked for the blowjob. I didn't want to do it, but whatever. I mean, I don't want to disappoint he took him. me out to like a five-star restaurant. And, I want to kill the vibe. And, and then it could go yeah. vice versa with dudes too, where, um, and I, I heard some of my friends that are men say that uh, they really didn't, weren't attracted to this woman that they went on a date with, but they felt compelled to make out with her and even yeah. have sex Ooh, with her because yeah, she was coming sex, on strong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. And I think it's even so harder for men to say no. It uh-huh. is. And if you're a man, you're supposed to say yes and always want yes. sex. Yeah. And so that, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Your body's mm-hmm. not an apology, right? It's not an apology. Mm-hmm. And it's not also something that you um, have to. So it's like speaking for yourself and, and identifying where your boundaries are and checking in with yourself and being upfront with the folks that you're with. Hey, mm-hmm. I mean, you could do it right away. We just had Dan Savage on our podcast. Amazing. And we were on his show. Legend. He's amazing. He's brilliant. <laughs> and he said, like, yeah. gay men. They're fuck. They know what the fuck is up because they tell you as as a as if you're like on a hookup situation exactly what they're into and what they're not into right away from mm-hmm. like yeah, from the jump. question is what are you into? They ask that right off and the it's bat. It's like I'm a top. I don't do this. I like I don't like kissing. So it and it's very uh, explicit and and laid out for you like mm-hmm. a nice warm cup of tea <laughs> and that there's nothing better than knowing what your boundaries are what the other person is you're not a mind reader and if it's a new relationship or a casual sex partner that you don't really know that well it's great to just lay this out here well hey today yes. I have cramps so I don't want any deep cervical penetration but you could go yeah. down on me or look I ate a lot of Indian food there's no anal on the table <laughs> I always say that because it's true like if you're having anal you should probably not eat a bunch of heavy foods that could you know upset get some schmagma yeah. on the things upset your, oh, and upset your stomach <laughs> so yes that's great that's really 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 great advice to wrap up this podcast we have a new game to play a bit of a hard no or a hell yeah so we're going to give you a scenario and you've got to respond with a hard no if it's something that you won't want to do or a hell yeah if you've done it or if you want to do it or if you want to try it role playing as edward scissorhands hell yeah Hard no. (laughs) If it's role play, nothing has to happen. I don't like cutting flesh. I love Johnny Depp. I don't love him that much. Giving a blowjob on a Ferris wheel. uh, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, if there's no children around and it's, you know, duck down. They don't need to see. You can duck down. Yes. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah to that. Yes. Banging someone with bad breath. Hard no. No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nah, I like Mm-mm. making out too much. Uh-uh. Halitosis? No, thank oh, you. Oh, no. no. Hell no. No, 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 no. Would you still fuck if you squirted chocolate milk? <laughs> fuck yeah, that's Bro. delicious. Unless you're lactose intolerant. I'm lactose intolerant. I'm a hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be a nightmare. I would love to have the chocolate milk pussy. And That'd be you awesome. you need a fascinator because milk can curdle after it's any squirted anywhere. So, just oh, saying. That's funny. Actually, maybe this is just squirting chocolate milk in the fucking scene i don't know we are you can interpret that are you like, are you right? into like food during sex not really no i get yeast infections easily so i'm a little concerned yeah, right. so if the chocolate milk didn't give me a yeast infection then i'd still be a hell yes because i love chocolate milk i'm not into uh, associating food with near my bed 
I just don't like crumbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, in a the thing. Sheets. <laughs> also a big thing. I have the crummiest bed in the land. <laughs> I was like, I love snacking in bed. It's the best. I, oh, I, yeah. I eat. You do. All the time my, in bed. My partner, like, will, he also hates food near the bed. Like, he doesn't even have a, a beverage near the bed. He's like, he's Whoa. like, food is for the kitchen or the dining table. It's not for, like, the couch or anything, which I love because you don't mindlessly snack anywhere. Oh, oh shit, man. But that's the best part about life is mindlessly snacking. Oh, yeah, I know, isn't it? <laughs> Food and sex. Food cope. and sex. Oh, the shit. two greatest things on the planet. Mm. Yeah. We but have the maybe... same words for them too, like craving yeah. and like hunger. But separately. Mm. I like to eat after the sex. For me. You know what? Not everyone's like me. And I'm sorry. I'm not shaming you. I love that. Yeah. I want your chocolate you milk pussy all over me. sandwich like Seinfeld with a pastrami sandwich. <laughs> While you're banging, wasn't that was that George Costanza? That was George Costanza. Yeah, he had. To I have feel it. like we've all tried that in our youth, like you know, like oh the strawberries and the chocolate, and then we're <laughs> so like, not what hot. the fuck is this? It this wasn't does that sexy. Not go no. down well, yeah. Unless you're no. into sploshing, again, no shame if you're into sploshing. Like, mm, yeah. fucking work it. Find your splosh buddy. Let's go. Splosh buddy. I like that. Okay, and lastly, read. Ooh, sex on the first date. It's a controversial one. Depends on the person. So I'm gonna go with hell yes. But it depends. I would say, yeah, it de- it depends. That's like not. I, I. It depends on the situation and the human. If you don't like, if you just need to get some and you it seems some. good, then go get some. But if you're like, I really like this person, I want it to continue. I think they feel the same way. Then and you want to wait, then wait. I've only had sex in the first mm-hmm. date with three out of the thirty something people I've had penetrative sex wow, with. But yeah. it's because mm-hmm. it might. I like to take time to get to know yeah. people. Meaning like. You know, if I want, if I make out with someone, that's how I can tell if the sex is even going to be compatible. But the times I've had sex on the first day was when I was out of town and needed to do it because yeah. I was like, I, you know, I'm only going to see him once. So might as well bang. Yeah. I remember those times. Fun. I didn't witness it. Yeah, you with heard my the stories, but I heard it after. I was like, go get it, Tiger. Yeah, yeah it, it can't. It okay, can't. It can't be great. You know, if you've got a need, fuck on the first day. Yeah. Yeah. Depends. Yeah. Although it's never my best sex. The first time having sex with someone is never my best sex. I will say I've had sex in the first date many times and they always like dudes get like in the trap, like my vagina. They like want more of it. And they're always like, hey. And I was like, damn it. Can you be my girlfriend? Like a German, German DJ. <laughs> like really like, kept, like What are you doing tomorrow? Yes. And then one dude in Mel- I was in yeah. Melbourne. He came to Melbourne. He was I met him in Sydney and he flew all the way to Melbourne to hang out wow. with me for a few more days. I thought it was gonna be a one night wow. stand. I was oh hoping. my god, that's pretty, that pretty is amazing. Impressive. I swear, as soon as you take that commitment away, <laughs> guys are running for it. Oh shit, no commitment. I'll never see you again. I'm there, motherfucker. I know, yeah, and I'm more. like, wait, I thought like I didn't even want you to know my last fucking name. Now I'm like, damn, now you're all up in my hotel room. <laughs> Gotta hell. see you like brush your teeth and shit. Oh hell no. I love that view though. I love that view. Um, this has been but... fucking amazing. What a pleasure it has been to have you on the podcast. Thank yes. you so much for coming on. Where can our curious fuckers find you? Oh, well, we are everywhere. You want to be like Visa or MasterCard, but we don't, we're, we're just, we're just on every podcast platform and we mm-hmm. are, we launch a new show every Tuesday. Sometimes we have uh, bonus episodes. We're actually, if you're in the States listening, we're doing a book tour. So you can check that out on shamelesssex.com. And obviously our podcast is free. We also have Shameless Sex, the book, anywhere books are sold. Um, yes. The big box stores do have it online, but not inside the stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will 
hopefully be coming to the UK <gasps> at some point too. Maybe another <gasps> book tour yes. there. Amazing. Amazing. Oh, our book's mm-hmm. also on Audible. You can hear us read the book to you. It's yeah. great. I've yeah. been listening to it every we worked, day. We worked on Shameless Sex, the book for two years. And just to give you a little like micro information, it's kind of like a choose your own adventure book for sex, but it's nonfiction and choose your own adventures trademark. So it's choose your own pleasure path so that you can map out who you are as a sexual being and have better sex, hotter sex, discover who you are, etc. cetera. Um, and so it's something different than our podcast. So definitely check it out because it is It's Amy and I made a baby. It's a made turquoise a baby. baby with 300 pages, 300 page turquoise baby she's so beautiful we love that her. sounds beautiful. incredible we love that so much thank you both for coming on thank you so much and we'll see you two on shameless yes. Sex yes. soon yeah, yeah Very we can't wait excited. thank you for having us yeah yes we cannot wait curious fuckers i hope that you loved that episode today and hearing everything from our guests that was such a delicious roller coaster of information there was it so really, much goodness really there was. yeah it's like mm. our sisters from across the misters <laughs> Yeah, and I can't wait to go on their podcast as well. That's going to be so fun. Yeah, it's going to be good. So keep an eye out on their podcast for us to come out probably, what, in like March, April time? Yeah, I think they yeah. I think they said March. But yeah. if you learned something from today's episode, let us know either on the Facebook group or on our Patreon because we'd love to chat to you more there. Yes, and of course, if you want to keep up to all our shenanigans, you can follow us on Instagram at ComeCurious as well as our personal accounts. Florence Bark and Reed Amber X. Also, if you want to submit a fuck off story or a dilemma mm. or a question, send us an email at love at comecurious.co.uk. And if you want to see Florence and my pussy, then follow our OnlyFans accounts. What a segue. <laughs> what a segue. Oh, beautiful. Plus, we have a Patreon. If you want to pledge and get access to all of our videos, which aren't currently being posted on YouTube at the moment because we're still under house arrest. So check out <laughs> Patreon. Yeah. And as always, remember to rate and review this podcast because it gets it into more people's ears and that just spreads all the good, good, good word and good energy about sex. We will Until see you next then. Thursday. Oh, yeah, shit. see you next Thursday, curious fuckers. Wait. Wait. Oh, it's wild God, that they say see you next Tuesday. That's that actually is so my mind. wild. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. They literally yeah, are the American cool. version of our podcast. They for sure are. Okay, we love you all. Bye. Love you. Bye.